Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast. In this episode today we have with us Akash Ravastav who is working as talent management lead at Flipkart. Hi Akash, thank you for coming and joining us today. How are you? Hey Riddhi, thank you for having me. Doing well. It's pleasure having you here Akash. So Akash just just So Akash just to set some context about you and what you do. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your career journey till now? Oh sure the uh, you know it's been uh, it's been 2 years that I'll complete with uh, my journey with Flipkart so I'm working currently with Flipkart right now I work in the space of talent management and within Flipkart I have seen very different you know a role right now what I'm doing is talent management I completed my uh, MBA from XY Jamshedpur back in 2021 so our batch was the batch who had seen some uh, you know uh, effect of covid in a curriculum because we were the first batch who had to experience online learning as well uh, before that i used to work as a engineer uh, i used to work at a place i can't delve in details about it was a government entity so okay. i have worked there for a while uh, that was right after my uh, you know engineer i am mechanical engineer by profession and like most of the engineers i decided to do an mba Yeah. So uh, that's briefly about me. And while uh, while in Flipkart, I have seen you know enormous roles like I worked in people in analytics. I have uh-huh. seen uh, that I you know function actually being created in front of me. I have worked as an human resource business partner for a very upcoming business in Flipkart, and now I'm working as talent management lead in Flipkart. So that's sums up you know what I do and my background. That's that's great. I think it's been quite a journey since you have started, and then. now you are at flipkart i'm sure today we'll get a lot of content from our, for our listeners so yeah as you mentioned that you are talent management lead so of course the role of talent management in any organization i think is the most important role so because you know they are the one who ensures that the organizations have the right people at the right time so uh, continuing with that i just wanted to ask you like what are some of the most effective effective talent management strategies and how do you tailor these strategies to different needs uh sure the like uh, you said a very important thing having right people at right time and also at right place exactly you know uh, it's uh, these three things are you know cornerstone of uh, any talent management practice of any organization so i think talent management stra- strategy flows from the business strategy and then it you know cascades into hr strategy and then our strategy you know basically thing is that you can get a lot of talent how do you retain them how do you develop them that's a question uh, we work with a conundrum you know buy versus build you can get someone who is a specialist you know or someone who is great at management from outside uh, you know outside from the market you pay a premium for them could you develop something at uh, you know in house uh, just to give you an analogy you know it will take a very simple example for you know all our listeners you want to you know uh, order pizza you really feel like have, having a pizza you know that's a demand okay now would you make do you have the skills and capability to make or, or the ingredients to make the pizza pizza in house or do you have to buy it you know from outside 
so that's what we do we enable you know enable the organization to build those capabilities find those right people within the organization who can you know make pizza for us yeah so that's basically how what we do and now on all the extension of it is now if that particular pizza maker you know leaves the organization who will take his place so succession planning is again what we do we also read the people how they make pizza you know based on obviously the performance but is this particular person who's making pasta can make pizza in future so yeah. that's the other thing and also we you know match certain people for example i have a person who is really good at making for example you know uh, uh, chinese but he's making italian so can he you know move how do i enable him to make him to move italian rather than chinese so uh you know these are the things in a very very layman terms that's what the practice is about and the strategies that we speak about is you know how do we develop talent uh, there are a lot of things that's going on uh, in space in the space of technology and also in the space of future of work because you know uh, in the covid times we have seen how brittle uh, the environment could be so yeah so i think these are the things that determine the strategy and all the strategies uh, are very much you know closely related to what the business wants to achieve yeah Definitely. so uh, so that's that's would be you know close close link definitely i think uh, you have uh, pointed out a very good point and given a great analogy to explain this uh, strategies so i think uh, yeah from the way we communicate to the way we onboard i think the hr you know technology is constantly evolving to meet the need of changing workforce and and like it's important for us even ever as a hr people or hr professionals to stay on top of these trends so i just wanted to ask you like how do you stay informed with the latest trends and best practices in talent management or in any other domains and what resources do you rely on to stay informed absolutely really i think that's a very very important question you know so i have a very simple approach to learning anything you know i use this formula and for folks who are listening and if they are aware if they are from you know hr they might be aware of this i use a framework called 70 20 10 principle or it's also called a 3e model so okay. this is basically you know uh, 70% of the things we you know learn by doing 20% by exposure and 10% by actually you know the outcome of classroom learning so okay. if i ask you a question what's the you know capital of madagascar or maybe capital of nigeria will you be able to answer me no no but if i would have asked you this in you know school maybe like 5 years back or 6 years back yeah. you would have been able to answer me right yeah. why is yeah. that because we only retain 10% of what we learn in a classroom yeah if i ask you you know you are doing your mba right you are in the first year if i ask you something you know related to finance finance maybe you know maybe i'm not sure if you have taken the elective but yeah something related to finance although it might not be a major but you're exposed to people you know who talk yeah. about it you have forums so we retain 20% of things you know we uh, are exposed to and 70% of things right now what you're doing the you know your major what work you are doing if i ask you about podcast just taking an example you will do yeah. you know explain me a lot of things you gave me a very good briefing before we yes, begin sir. so you know that's how we learn so uh, i apply this principle on myself 70% of the things that i learn is by actually doing i learning by my peers i i work with i think the brilliant mind in india in that space i learn with them i work with them 20% of the time i you know uh, get exposure from my you know peers 
who are working in different industry i talk to them to see what's going on and the 10% of the knowledge that i get is you know reading out about the different practices that are coming up reading about the tech that's coming up you know uh, maybe some certification if i feel like it so nice. that's how i keep myself in for my you know use this principle and this principle can be you know used anywhere you know any field of work or any field of study that you do definitely i think you have explained it really very well with principle of 70 2010 i think everyone must apply this in some point in the or the other point in their life so yeah because i think it's ensures that you know they can have the effectively managing talent and of course with that they can be staying competitive in today's rapidly changing business environment so yeah also like you are your role is like talent management lead and of course maybe you have handled large employee base and of course managed large team so what are some of the biggest challenges facing managing the team or as a talent management professional so how do you you know uh, stay ahead of them like how do you manage these challenges so see uh, one of the uh, biggest challenge that uh, i or anyone in my field or allied field face is that you know uh, what we do is not measurable at all the times instantaneously yeah most of our indicators if you understand our lag indicators you know it has it doesn't have an roi for example if i if i were to be working in sales if i sell 10x i you know i if i sell x things my profit is you know something percentage of x that's a very simple measurable thing but the things we do here they don't have you know a clear value uh, matlab uh, you know a very tangible value yeah as to you can put it on balance sheet or you know you can figure out an roi so yes. it's it's a challenge to get a consensus on something which is abstract you need so i have been blessed to be working with the management or you know best blessed to be working with a uh, you know a, a team of leaders who understand who support vividly but if i were to think if they were not here or if you know they were like some of the folks in the industry what i hear about it would be very difficult you know to operate with a, a set of peers who do not understand you know what you are doing and how do we mitigate this is you un- make them understand why is it important for you and why is this matter of life and that we do cer- certain initiatives you know we for we have to foresee challenges that will come 5 years from now not right now or right away 5 years from now and how do we make a plan to mitigate it so that it doesn't happen 5 years from now yeah. i'll just take a very uh, you know quick example uh, you know so i work for flipkart and you know we have seen so many different organizations were laying off employees definitely why did that happen because you know post covid there was an economic boom in funding because everything was getting hyped and over you know there was a uh, there was a surge in the funding and you know the prices valuation kept increasing and people wanted to scale wanted to you know bank on this right this wave now it's went crashing so the people are laying off other people yeah at flipkart you know we uh you recognize what will happen 5 years from now the leaders understood yeah. you know we should be cautious we should you know not uh, spread our investments you know we should not spread too thin so these are the things uh, you know that we do and these are the challenges that we face making people understand the necessity of these things when it's not even actually happening it might happen in future yeah definitely that was some great points brought up by you i'm sure the listener would agree with this as a talent management professional i think they can stay ahead of these challenges facing the organization what have what are the steps that you have pointed out and 
Yes. So uh, this almost brings us to the end of our conversation. But before we leave, I just wanted to ask you, like, what are the key lessons you have learned in your HR career so far? Because you are working as an HR in an HR domain, and how, like, how can other benefits from them? Oh, that's actually a very, very broad question, Riddhi. So, you know, there are so many things I can list down. So, you know, one thing that's very, very important is empathy. Empathy for anyone who you're working for. As HRs, you know, uh, there's this simple model what HR does. It keeps changing every year. Right now, you know, the training de- definition is we are, you know, custodian of soul of the organization, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But at the heart of it, we are, you know, a bridge. I, if to If I have to take an example of a machinery. I, yeah. I take a lot of examples because, you know, I work in, in a space where I have to explain, explain a lot of yeah, your, exa- your example so is also very nice. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if I have to take an example of, you know, uh, uh, how a company or any industry functions, is, yeah. you know, it's a machine. It has one part which, yeah. sub, you know, procures thing. It takes input yeah. and it gives out an output. It yeah. sells, you know, buy and sell, buy and sell. It's a machine. A machine can function very well. But what if you do not lubricate it? It will break down and wear and tear. And HR brings that lubrication. You know, if HR, without HR, if the answer is can the industry function, yeah, other than the compliance part of it, yes, it can. But there would be a lot of wear and tear. The machinery will break down very, you know, uh, very, very frequently. You'll have to replace a lot of parts, extensive parts. Yeah. HR acts as lubricants, you know, yeah. we are there so that wear and tear doesn't happen. We are there so that the machinery is protected, the critical components are protected. Yeah. So, and how do you protect these people? You understand their problem, you know, yeah. just like any machinery, the wear and tear on different components are very different. So you have to understand their problem from their lens. Hmm. You cannot broad brush any problem. You have to be very empathetic with people, with problem, with the management, with the change. So that's the first thing. The second thing that I have learned is, you know, always keep learning. Oh. You know, there's so many, you know, when you're working, you know, in the organization, Bring and people work with you, you know, like people just keep your mind, you know, eyes open, absorb whatever you can. You never know where you will be able to, you know, apply these things. Definitely. So keep learning constantly. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, people always, you know, nowadays want to upskill themselves. So, yeah, that's definitely upskill, cross skill. You should definitely invest on yourself. I think that's the investment that will never you know, that will always pay you dividend and returns. So I think these are the two things, critical things that, you know, I have learned not in the HR, but, you know, in my corporate journey so far. Okay. I think that was the great point brought up by you. Even effective HR leaders or talent management, health organization, when the war for talent and should be the top priority for HR professionals in any organization. So, yeah, that's very true. So that makes a lot of sense. And I'm sure there's a lot of takeaway from the content you have shared today. Uh, thank you for sharing this, Akash. So this brings us to the end of our conversation. But before we leave, can you tell our listeners where they can reach out to you? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, You can reach out to me if you want to know more. I am available on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm not very big on social media per se, but yeah, LinkedIn, I am there. I think Riddhi reached out to me via LinkedIn. Definitely, so, yes. Yeah, so I so that's a proof that I am active on LinkedIn. I might be slow, you know, I'm slow to reply, but I will eventually reply. Yeah. Uh, you can also reach out to me on mail. Uh, I my, I share my private email with Riddhi. So maybe, you know, in the description, any place where you want to plug in, you yeah. can do that. Sure, definitely. Uh, thank you, Akash. And it was lovely hosting you today. Thank you for coming and joining us today. Thank yeah, you. Thanks, Riddhi. Pleasure.